0: Is brought to you by EXO Auto Works. EXO Auto Works is Colorado Springs' home of the $40 Synthetic Blend Oil Change. Call now, 719-375-3232 or visit exoautoworks.com to make your appointment. Enharmonic Studios. Enharmonic Studios is a hybrid digital analog facility designed to be quality and affordable to anyone who wants to make history. Call today, 719-963-2020, or go to facebook.com slash Studios. Trevor's Beard is brought to you by The Beard Struggle. The Beard Struggle is my go-to for beard hygiene and styling products. So you should click the link below and use the code tlane 15 that's tlane 15 for 15% off your order. The Toolbar, our new line of handmade soap produced in partnership with Crafts by Carolyn Lane, available on Etsy. This soap packs a punch of manly scent, like oak and fig, fresh-cut lumber, cedar, and more masculine fragrances being developed all the time. With a soft touch of natural oils to cleanse and moisturize, use the link below to buy The Toolbar now. Once you try it, you'll never want to wash with anything else. Imagine. From EXO Auto
1: Works. Streaming all over the world. It's your weekly dose of toxic masculinity. With Eric Madrid. Because if too many people are just running around with their dicks out, it's it's called the Harambe variant. And Trevor Lane. (laughs) No. Of Karen. (laughs) What is up, everybody out there in uh, Radio Land, Podcast Land? <laughs> Driving your car back from your shitty job land, listening to podcasts land somewhere. That's it. That's it. Shitty job land. Shitty job land. <laughs> Welcome. It's another Thursday night. Your thrills and spills. Uh, it's going to be a very dynamic and uh, um, interesting episode. Should be. Should be. They usually are. Or not. So <laughs> that's Trevor. I'm Eric. Apparently, uh, we don't say that enough. <laughs> we, we get comments on on that, that we don't identify each other or ourselves. Um, not that it's not on the screen. Good job, Trevor. Thank you. I really like that new one. Yeah. That's nice. That's nice and clean. The the amount of work that you put into this thing is ridiculous. You should be working, f- <laughs> you know, for uh, uh, CNN or MSNBC. One of those people that have legitimate, you know, broadcast stations because this thing looks amazing. And then you hear us speak, and it just and goes yeah. downhill. Yeah, and you
0: realize that we're very unintelligent and
1: yes, have no business talking about anything to anybody. That's right. Yeah. Uh, which brings us to our disclaimer: <clears throat> and Tools Media should not be listened to <laughs> by anyone ever, and the advice and uh, subject matter given on this podcast should be taken total tongue in cheek. There you go. That's a good point. Yeah. Right? yeah. <laughs> oh man. Well, well, let's get to it. How was your week?
0: Uh, not bad. We've uh, we've got the uh, most of the baby rats adopted out. So I'm happy about that. They're uh, again, they're going to spend the weekend. At the rescue the ones and she's going to keep the ones that have been spoken for and then the ones that uh have not i guess she's going to some adoption fair and going to try to get rid of
1: the rest so i said you know your shitty neighbor three doors <laughs> up just <laughs> let him go in his backyard everything will be fine work itself out and uh, no circle of life no <laughs> gross <laughs> gross <laughs> um speaking of rats i finally watched judge dread for the first time ever yeah I did not watch The it. Rat Burger? The Rat Burger. Uh-huh. Yeah. That's what brought it to mind. No, not Judge Dredd. Demolition oh, s- Man. No, that's the, that's the other one I've Man. never watched. Yeah. I, uh, never, I never really watched Stallone films when I was young because I watched Over the Top and I was like, I'm out. <laughs> I'm out. That's a great movie. Sure. Uh, I also watched, and I love, Oscar. It's a play about a gangster trying to go straight during Prohibition era. Okay. Like with Stallone yeah okay totally not Stallone-esque like it's great so Johnny goes straight yeah, yeah none of that <laughs> there's a little bit of it to caricature the mob Italian mob boss that's happening but okay. it's full of actors who became super famous after, oh, okay after that right. Tim Curry
0: um, wow, Tim Curry the guy and from was, Sly in a movie together it was great wow it was okay
1: amazing um yeah, there was just a bunch of people that became famous in gangster movies that got lead roles in gay. Red Foreman was in it. He's great. Yeah. I don't even okay. know his real name. All right. It's just Red Foreman. Uh, what's up, Keys? Uh, our Sacramento chapter just logged on. I want to say what's up to Keys out there. Hopefully you're doing well. It's been weeks. She's probably running around like a crazy person now. And then I'll tell you what. <laughs> Man tools rule, number something or other. I, I don't have a memory. If you're going to audition a new guy, you might want to be ready to. And if you're talking in a band. Uh, I don't care what you're doing. If it's at work or the band situation. Okay. Mine yeah. particularly was this week, last night, the band situation. I've been working on tile flooring all, well, for like a week. So I have like no motor skills right now. <laughs> we go to play he's he's ready to play all the hard songs like yeah. the cool stuff with big chords and i'm like oh and he's like i don't know man <laughs> <laughs> sounded better on the demo sounded, you guys sounded way better on youtube like, Your videos are you guys lip-syncing because oh it was yeah i felt like such a turd go to play he's like yeah all right well you get the solo on this one i'm like all right man that's cool and uh I go for it. It's like near 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 It's all my hands can do. In my mind, I'm sending signals for my brain to go. It's near 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 near. And like, nope. Sends the signal back. I can't do it. So be ready. I don't care what. I don't care what it is. Job or Whatever. If you're going to audition somebody, you might want to have your poop and group too. That's yeah, that's it's, good advice. It's a two way street. It's a two way street. Right on with the show.
0: Yeah, let's. I think we should bring in our guest. Absolutely, uh, ladies and gentlemen. This evening we are happy to have with us, uh, Mister Nathan Bennett. He uh, hosts a podcast called Chinese Revolutions that covers uh, some Chinese history. Um, and I'll let him because he'll do a better job of it kind of explain uh, what he does over there. Uh, let me get that <laughs> keys
1: your face fell off. Yes it did. Your face fell off. Uh, let me
0: get his microphone turned on and um, we'll bring him
1: in. All right Nathan, how you doing? We're on. We are here. I think. Hang on. (laughs) He's like, I think. Do we have the volumes? I didn't didn't see him
0: popping up. Oh, I did the same thing I did last week. I changed our microphone instead of the speaker. Oh, that's funny. So
1: remember when I said earlier, Nathan, about how much Trevor does for the show and how awesome he is? (laughs) Take all of that back. Still holds true. (laughs) I
0: All right, play. try that again. Can you can you hear us?
2: I, I know that uh, technical issues are fickle beasties.
0: All right, well, we got you coming through now. So you're getting good and loud. Why don't Do you, you tell us a little bit about your uh, your show there?
2: Well, I lived in China for seven years, not consecutively, but I—that's about what it adds up to, and. When you're in China, there's all this stuff that you can't quite say because you don't know what kind of trouble you might get in. Um, So I'm kind of getting China out of my system by doing a podcast about Chinese history starting from the Opium War going to the present, looking at revolutionary movements.
1: Okay, so So let's say American reference, right? Because we're stuck on our own calendar. What part of history were the Opium Wars?
2: The, opi- uh, the first one was, um, okay, like what was going on in 1840? Uh, you're looking at the, like a, a lot of the stuff in your history book where it's like they're figuring out what's going to be a free state, what's going to be a slave state. Um, America is... Settling the Louisiana Purchase, um, ah, that's the Mexican-American War. Mm -hmm. Yeah, okay. Is, uh, around that time. Alamo is a bit before that. The Napoleonic
1: War was happening or getting rolling?
2: The Napoleonic Wars ended 1815, uh, with, with Napoleon's final defeat at Waterloo, um, so then, the
1: Louisiana—oh, the Louisiana Purchase had happened, and we're out discovering. So, manifest destiny—that's yeah. about where we're at, right? 1840. Yeah, Wild West before yeah, the six shooters. You got yep. the big gold rush in California in the 1830s. 1830s. Yep. All right, gotcha. Yeah. Now I'm on. Now I'm on point. Sorry to have to reference from my own myopic, you know, <laughs> worldview. That's,
2: that's actually something I try to do in my podcast because it's. It's like like China is its own reference point. Right, yeah. Like like, like when, when the British roll up with a battle fleet asking just what is going on with uh, destroying all the opium, um, that's, that's, that's its own thing in Chinese history. Whereas for us it's just, yeah, this thing happened. Oh, yeah, exactly. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, well, yeah. I get you. Right. Well, and that's that happens everywhere. Um, You you have to pivot from your own from your own little microcosm.
0: Like if you ask the British about the Revolutionary War, they're like, "What?
1: No, that was the (laughs) like What are you talking about? (laughs) Yeah, what's the Revolutionary War? No, no, no. It's when you bastards. You mean that little skirmish
0: where we let you be your own country? country? (laughs) It's a thing." So, uh, <clears throat> so I, from what I understand from kind of reading on your website and um, listening to at least portions of a few episodes, um, it it sounds like you're more or less going in kind of a chronological order. Uh, is that fair to fair to say?
2: Yeah, partly it's I'm trying to understand China. Um, I, I have some very very big. O- notions that I think are largely right. Uh, but like, I'm trying to understand what's going on today. And like the the people you've heard of people like Chiang Kai-shek, Chairman Mao, um, Sun Yat-sen going back a little further. Um, even for them, the the models, the heroes that they're following are historically just around the corner. But We don't know anything about any of that. Um, Like for us, okay, like something like the Taiping Rebellion, which is something that's coming up. Tens of millions have died. No, tens of millions of people died um, in this Chinese civil war. And we have no idea what significance that has. It's just this weird fact we might get, you know, on you know, wars with the highest body count lists. Um, it's uh, like like the the end of you know Chinese dynasties, you know was that because that you, you know you know screw monarchy, therefore it's out, or was there something else? Well, there was something else. Um, like the Han Chinese taking back over after there had been a foreign dynasty for two hundred or so years that even understanding the Communist Party of China, it's just like so so I, I'm so I, I'm basically getting China out of my system by going deeper into the history and digging it up and seeing what's there. And probably
0: talking about events or at least talking about events in a way that certainly when you lived there, um you weren't necessarily free to do. <laughs>
2: Yeah, yeah.
1: So I have a question. Something that I find that happens in even in in short term histories about it repeating itself. Yeah, let's just say like, well, the music scene in Colorado Springs. Okay, something near and dear to my heart. Watching the same mistakes and the same shit happen over and over at different places. It's like they're make it's like nobody learns from the past, or they do, or I don't know. I'm not quite putting a finger on it. But are you finding that in your diving into the depths of the history of that, you know, country that you're seeing some, you know, repeated themes or tropes that keep happening over and over again?
2: Um, history repeating itself is uh like like one of the uh Like, you, like, there's there's a level of history where it's like, okay, this is what you teach to like high school students to get the the general idea. And then there's you start digging into it and you completely lose your way. And then you kind of come back to, ah, oh, yeah. So there there like like the stuff I learned in high school wasn't like totally off. It's just there's a whole lot more stuff. Like, like, like if you have um, like if you're looking at mountains through dense clouds, okay, like you'll see the, the major peaks coming through, but then as the fog clears, as the clouds lift, you start to see more of the mountains, you see more peaks emerging. All of the peaks you could see before are still there, but now you're seeing all of the mountains and valleys and slopes and forests covering them and all that. Um, with uh, the... the uh, So the part of history that is most close to our awareness is close to other periods in Chinese history where the uh, ruling dynasty was down for the count and they needed a new one to be installed. And that could be a period of like 50 to 100 years. Um, So like China being a strong, powerful, unified country, not having... Uh, like one of the reasons why America was able to be in China during World War II is they let us in, we were helping them fight their war, they let us in that, that so, so the, the, the parts that we know about as Americans, where we were able to engage deeply with Chinese society, through missionaries through development work through um, sending military supplies, that was a something that happens in chinese history but it is by no means the regular thing
1: gotcha see like in this in people said oh, we've never had this happen before you know, president trump did this or did the like this is very, smacks very much of mckinley's administration like all the they stole the election or there did this or there was there was a lot of that stuff happening there too, and then this Biden thing. This has never happened before, and I'm like, um, I read, you know, 27th president Chester A. Arthur had the same shit going on. <laughs> like, it it just it permeates itself, and I, I guess I think of, um, and I shouldn't because you you made you made something kind of interesting switch my brain a little bit. I always think of it as a, you know, a geopolitical place, and then not so much like I don't know, like there's people. And there you know, there's farmers and there's businessmen and there's you know what I mean? I, I tend to think yeah. of, I tend to think of things on a broader scope and I miss sort of the brush strokes. And that's that's interesting. Like you're saying there's people so when you said there's like fifty or a hundred years without like a, a an instantiated sort of what we would consider a monarchy, but theirs is a dynasty which is ishly similar
2: well it, like you know like, like a, a dynasty is just the the father to son mm-hmm. um handoff of power and then like when, when the the family just completely runs out of juice you you know like some upstart general or uh in the case of the Qing dynasty or the yuan dynasty foreigners came in and um you know, wiped out the existing rule rulers and they started their own thing according to the pattern of Chinese imperial rule. Um, you, you, but then in, uh, you, as you, like, as you, as you, uh, described like, like, uh, bringing up, you know, I, I'm a little fuzzy on, on some of the finer points of American history have been abroad so long. Um, I'm not there anymore, but anyway, the, um, it's that the, the, the things that repeat it's, it, it's like what, what has been, will be again. It's just, you, you have to know what you're looking for to find that.
1: Well, it boils down to, you know, people are people. Doesn't matter what bolt yes. of cloth you're cut from, or what street you live on, what oceans on the left and what oceans on the right. It doesn't matter. We're gonna do the same shit every you know over and over again. We have the same worries. Exactly. We have the same goals. We have the same aspirations. We're people. You know, if you're a a, a tech worker, you know, in China, in a sock factory, like we've talked about here. You you still want to like hang out with your buds? You still have uh, you know leanings on religion and politics and policy. You have your own moral fiber and you fight for what's right that you believe is right. And versus you know you're a, a oil rigger in South Texas. It's the same guy. It's the same exact yeah. guy every time. Yeah. Don't care where you are. Um, you know if you're at a in a maple factory in Canada. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking enemies. <laughs> we're just we pick on Canada because yeah. They're the Gretzky <laughs> nappers. Well we're the Gretzky nappers. That's what we are. We just mess with Canada because it's funny. Oh yeah. Well their only export is great rock and roll, so Yeah. Yeah. Rush, Triumph. Big Rag. Yep. Yeah, we'll, we'll avoid the other we'll avoid the other one. Nickelback? Oh, Jesus. <laughs> I didn't even
0: realize they were Canadian. <clears throat> or I'd forgotten until you said so. <laughs>
1: that's funny. Um that's, that's bizarre. So all right. Question Were you there when um the whole Hong Kong um thing happened?
2: Yeah, when, okay, give me an exact date. Oh, I'm trying to no, think. no, no, like a year. Give me a year. What
1: was
0: that? Are you talking about the handback? The
1: handback in the...
0: Well, sometime in the 90s, but I don't remember exactly.
1: <clears throat> oh, no. I, I, I,
2: visit, I visited Hong Kong, I believe it was twice, when I was there for this last five-year block. Um, but I wasn't there after Beijing really started tightening the screws. So when uh, when
0: you visited, it was more autonomous than it appears to be now.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah,
1: that's bizarre.
0: Yeah, I was recently watching. Um, I don't know if you're familiar with the economist Milton Friedman. Um, years and years and years name. and years ago, he did a um, a series on <clears throat> uh, PBS named after his book called "Free to Choose." And he's, uh, I'd call him basically, kind of, kind of the, he's typically the economist that most people who get into like libertarian thinking are introduced to first. Mm-hmm. Um, so the first episode of the series is about. Uh, he talks about how you can see a contrast between right, right next to each other between where the government pretty much stays out of everything and where the government has its hands in everything in, everything. Uh, in the way that at that time Hong Kong was existing as a British colony <clears throat> right next to China and the way the Brits ran Hong Kong though was pretty hands-off like do whatever you want just don't get into any Wars you know <laughs> <kind of> <laughs> Um, so I'm curious on a kind of a scale of that level of 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 kind of autonomy and freedom to now where obviously China is just like no Hong Kong is just part of China and it's going to be treated like part of China. Um, kind of how how hands off were the Chinese with Hong Kong when you were there?
2: Um, part of um, like so even uh, even after 1949, uh, Hong Kong was the was a portal through which China interacted with the non-communist world. Um, it's like it's, it's stock market. I remember hearing on a podcast, um, like if you, if you want to learn certain thing, like, um, like to list on the Chinese, on the Hong Kong stock market, you have to submit all your stuff in Chinese and in English. So if you want you know, high-quality, you know, parallel translations in corporate language. You go to the the listings in Hong Kong. Um, it's the it's a way that a lot of foreign money got to China for investment. It it's done according to European and American standards, um, whereas China is still figuring out a lot of standards. Like like part of why the 2008 financial crisis didn't happen so much to china was because their financial system was not that advanced to screw up that badly um they have their own ways of screwing up but it's the the, so like like hong kong is is very much um a, a portal for china to access the rest of the world um where they're like but it's also a base where activists um you know like like activists stay there because the law is different and they like foreigners can use that to get into china or um like uh, a lot of religious workers will be based in hong kong so where like where china was really uh, bringing down the hammer is on integrating Hong Kong law with the law of the mainland. So like you, you can't just be criticizing Beijing all the time because my goodness, who knows what might happen? Somebody might think that Xi Jinping has a funny haircut or something.
1: So yeah, I get it. You're the portal thing. That's interesting. The buffer zone. It's like here, this is where we play nice. Um, you know, here in this zone, yeah, look, this is the, the what everybody looks through. That's a great way to put it. And then there's the rest of China. Yeah. Yeah, that's interesting. That's really interesting. I really.
2: Well, the the yeah.
1: I was gonna say. I, I mean, uh, I I would not want New York to be that. You know what I'm saying? Like, but oh, it, here's New York, but it kind of it is. Kinda, I know, <laughs> it kinda is. it's like New York, New York. Is this where everybody? Is where da da da, or you know, LA. Um, it's it's interesting because it's not a uh a, a sample of the entire country, it's the portal. New York is that what people think of, oh, America, they think Manhattan, you know. Yeah, that's a, that's very interesting. That's a cool, so I'm gonna just be thinking about that for a few days. I think CSI New York is, like, how we live our lives. Everybody lives in apartments and drives. It only takes you 16 minutes to get from one side of the town to the other. Like, no. (laughs) That's my only problem with that show 24 with uh, Jack Bauer. Trust me, I'm Jack Bauer. That show. Loved it because of the whole thing. Except they can get across L.A. in, like, six minutes.
0: Yeah. No. So, Michael, Michael, our – our landlord,
1: our landlord, <laughs> boss man, uh,
0: asks in the chat: "Isn't the U.S. dollar basically the main currency for the world, even though there are other currencies?" And I'll kind of answer that. Um, the I,
2: I'm not like I, I don't. I'm not hearing the microphone f- uh, from. Is it Eric? Or me, I, I'm not hearing this one. No, no, yours is fine. Oh, mine. The you can't hear mine. It's fine. Weird. That's strange. Come on,
1: Trevor. Anyway, uh Michael Conference, Michael yeah. is asking this. He says isn't the US dollar basically the main currency for the world even though there are other currencies?
2: Yeah, it is it is a substantial um reserve currency, yes. Um what I like this is something I just learned a few days ago uh like with the with the uh, russian invasion of ukraine yes it's a war not a special operation um like a special operation is if ukraine had a hernia or something um the uh like, like nixon um was it nixon pushed the middle eastern countries in exchange for uh, american military protection they uh insist that Oil be sold in dollars, yeah. so then this backs up the so so getting off the gold standard, um, having like the exchange of the 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 exchange for oil be in dollars that allows for the expansion of the that 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 allows for more dollars to exist and for them to be valuable. Um, so like like. Because of like belief in the American economy, then holding an American dollar means something for the rest of the world. Um, so like it it's based on a variety of things to get it off. You know, you know, one dollar for one gold dollar exact, matching. Um, so I learned about the petrodollar a few days ago. Yeah, we kind of swapped
0: gold for oil. and then uh, recently Russia has said anyone that's kind of hostile to them or that is doing sanctions they're going to require rubles in exchange for their so now if you want to trade with Russia for oil and they're a huge oil (laughs) producer um, if you're engaging in sanctions against them you'll have to convert your dollars to rubles where it used to be converted to dollars uh, you'll have to convert your currency to rubles And then buy your oil
1: from them And on the world stage right now the rubles What like three cents It's It's been Not worthless for decades <laughs> yeah. So yeah. It's all tied to oil <clears throat> Right you need to scrape that shit off the floor Michael and just resell <laughs> it That's what you gotta do down here at the shop Don't put the kitty litter on it just Scrape it up and resell it It's worth It's black gold <laughs> Texas tea. What else do they call
0: oil? <clears throat> um, I think those are the only I two I know I know think of. I landed on yeah. it. There you
1: go. <clears throat> Interesting. All right, so, like, which, um, they're not states, what are they call provinces in China, right? Yes. So, which ones have you visited?
2: Okay. Um, okay, l- l- let me see if I can... Okay, so I I lived in Beijing for seven years. Um, I've been to Sichuan. Uh, there's Chengdu. I've also been in some of the mountainous areas of Sichuan. I've been to Yunnan, uh, which is in the southwest. Uh, I've been to Guangxi. Um, I've also been to Guizhou. Like so, so a lot of southwestern China, not Tibet. Um, I've been to Shanxi, which is, um, it's east of where the terracotta warriors are. Um, I've been in the Chinese Northeast, um, some two or three provinces up there. Like when I was teaching English at a Chinese university, I was sitting alone in my room staring at the wall and I thought I could be looking at other walls and so I just started booking <laughs> tickets online to go to Northeast China. And I'm glad I did, because otherwise I wouldn't have gotten that part of the country. Um, I, I didn't, there's a lot of the, I, I've been to Wuhan, and uh, I was actually in the province where Wuhan is as the pandemic was breaking out. But I was on the other end of Wuhan, of of that province, uh, for work. You, um, this was all your fault. <laughs> this
1: is you. We came back to the America I joke. Yeah, pretty I much. Joke. Um
2: joke. The, uh, yeah, the... Um,
1: We've actually got a map up as well. Good job, Trevor.
2: Ah, yeah, there we go. Okay, so uh, the... So if you look in the middle bottom there, Sichuan, Guizhou, Guangxi, Yunnan, I've been there. I've been to Hubei, which is the orange right there in the heart. Um, I've been to Hubei twice, once to go to Wuhan to... Uh, see Wuhan, and then work sent me out west uh, at the beginning of 2020. Like I got back from a trip to Romania, um, and you know, work says, "Yeah, you're you're going to Wuhan next. You're going to Hun- God, what is it? Hubei. You're going to Hubei next week. Great, thanks. <laughs> um, I've been to Shandong, uh, which is the penin- the blue peninsula sticking out." Um, On the east side, there. I've been to Liaoning. I've been to Heilongjiang. I think I've been to to Jilin. I've also been to Xinjiang, which is up there in the northwest. Um, That, like, like I've 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 gone to Xinjiang. I've uh, gotten as far west as the part of China that's 50 miles from Afghanistan. Um, So I. There's, but there, there's a lot of Chinese heartland that I didn't get to. Um, I've been to Shanghai though.
1: Well, you just, you got to, you have to. Yeah, that's fun. That's uh, the travel part, you know. Looking at walls is is not. I don't know, it's not my nature. Cubicle job, that kind of stuff. I'm like, well, I kind of want to go do stuff.
2: <laughs> yeah.
1: So, yeah, get out and see everything. I mean, why not, right? I mean, my. I'm nope. not, not gonna lie. One of my favorite sh- television shows was the one, was it No, no boundaries or no reservations. Anthony Bourdain. He just went everywhere. It's like, all right, I'm a famous chef. I want to travel the world. All right, we're gonna make a TV show where I get to go places <laughs> and eat cool food, like, and talk to everybody just wherever. That to me is. The most amazing. Yeah. Because that you, that's the best part. You just show up and be like, hey, you know, let's have some dinner.
2: There's a certain style of documentary filmmaking where it's its some guy walking around, but he might be walking around where the things happened. He might use something from modern life as a stand-in for something he's talking about, about something in the past, uh, like a, by like a, a documentary about the life of Michael Collins, one of one of the key people to getting Ireland independent of British rule. Uh, like he used a modern meeting of the Irish Association in London as a stand-in for some meeting that Michael Collins burst in on when he was working in London. Um, the, yeah, you know, there, there's like like just walking around and showing things. It's a it's it's a really absorbing um, style. And it's just, it's a little more real than like, like just showing slides or something. Oh, for sure.
1: Oh, for sure. It puts you, It uh, it's, it's called captive ownership is the sales term, where it puts you in that future tense of being there or you, you know, you're invested.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I do. I would love to go to China. I don't think it's going to happen in my lifetime, but... We'll see. We'll see what happens. World War III is right around the corner. We'll all get drafted. <laughs> see you boys on the front lines.
2: Well, if you ever go to Beijing, if you're <clears throat> if you're there for two days, don't bother with the Great Wall. If you're there for three days, maybe you can make one of those days a visit to the Great Wall. Right? Gotcha. It just takes so damn long to get there. Uh,
1: yeah, I would imagine.
2: I would imagine. It's, it's stairs. It's nothing but stairs.
1: <laughs> The Stairmaster down. one. <laughs> Not 4,000. You don't get it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's the original Stairmaster. Uh, <clears throat> oh, but oh, you can see it from space. It's the only man-made object you can see from space. I legitimately had a TikToker, like, in the little feeds in your shorts. Give us that wives' tale. Only you'd see a lot of man-made shit from space, bud. <laughs> like... Earth is flat. You can see all <laughs> the whole thing. <laughs> oh, the misinformation. It's so funny.
2: There was a great line I heard uh, when I was up near the Great Wall for a retreat for some company I was teaching for. And they said somebody said, "You know, you can see the moon from the Great Wall."
0: I <laughs> <laughs> said, <So> "Can you?" <laughs> <laughs> <Huh>? <laughs>
1: That's hilarious.
0: <laughs> I uh, I would guess when conditions are right, you can see the sun as well.
1: <laughs> Except if really you brightens in... your day when you it brightens your day. <laughs> just not from Seattle. You can't see the sun. No, you don't see the sun you don't from see Seattle. The sun <laughs> <laughs> oh, that got my funny bone. Nice one. All right. Well, on that note, that was good. Um... Nathan Bennett at the Chinese revolutions.com. And then um, that's where everyone
2: can find you and indulge in your podcasts. Yes. I'm still building the Twitter, Facebook and Instagram stuff. Um, so that all exists. All the links I believe are on the website. Um, but yes, Chinese Revolutions.com is the home of the action.
1: <laughs> Michael Cohn says, I was gonna say, isn't the New Jersey dump visible to, from you know <laughs> from space? It was. It really was. It was from the moon. And that's when they turned it into a park. They were like, holy god, we can see this from the space <laughs> station. What a dump. That's New Jersey for you. Yes, it is. <laughs> a dump. Uh, the only place you can turn a dump into a theme park.
0: Well, I don't know about the only place, but it's a good place to do it. <laughs> and
1: nothing changed. You still get all the crime and poverty and rats. Uh, what a joke. Well, uh thank you, my friend. We will uh we'll see you on the Insta grams. <laughs> At some point, all right. Thanks. get them Thank set up. Thank you very much for having me on. Again, everyone, Nathan Bennett at ChineseRevolutions.com. Historical um, musings and, some yeah, throw in some cool travel stories because I really want to hear about all those cool places that I'm never going to get to see. All right. All right. Thank you, my friend. Thank you. Good job, Trevor and we're out
0: alright uh, yeah Nathan Bennett everybody uh, be sure to check out the podcast <laughs> I don't laugh that hard in a minute that was fucking fun. Chinese revolutions uh,
1: <laughs> and the way he delivered it yeah <laughs> you, say you can see the moon from the moon the great wall I was like yes uh, I love I love your comments. <laughs> speaking of Comedy. Let's jump into the news. uh, Got
0: some news, so. So the army, we, didn't, we didn't really talk about the, uh, the changes they made a while back that were amazing to their physical fitness test. Um, they, they, uh, <laughs> they came up with something. I couldn't believe it. it. It was so based that I was just like, I couldn't believe I was hearing it. They're like, there's going to be a deadlift. I'm like, holy shit. And then they're like, there's going to be a like weight toss. I'm like, holy shit. And then they're like in a sled dragon. I'm like, oh my God. And they were like, age and sex doesn't come into the standards. I was like, holy fuck. They <laughs> <laughs> just in my pants. I'm like, oh my God. I mean, it's just about being able to do the things. And they were yep. like, yeah. And now <laughs> oh, they <laughs> they've reneged. decided
1: they reneged on all of that. Oh,
0: no. <sighs> sex. And they're being very careful with this sex and age, because what they don't want is dudes like me coming in and going, I'm a lady. <laughs> uh-huh. no i identify as a lady (laughs) like that's cool guess what but for this test that doesn't matter (laughs) so they're easing the standards again as they used to do back back when i was in uh the standards were different for women and for old fucks
1: uh you know why
0: what which
1: they're gonna install the draft
0: they might, <laughs> they might. We we have something on that too, Just but Some um, of those
1: old guys are be like, "All right, can you run?" Like no, at all. I can't. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you are thinking like a mile, like five miles. Can you run <laughs> at all?
0: So yeah, I guess this was three years ago when they first made the change to the uh, the PT test that includes the deadlifting and other awesome things, um, that also did not take into account gender or age. Well they're saying gender in this story, so I'm they curious.
1: Are, they are because this new station <clears throat> fucked up and they're not easy. But I'm I'm garbage. pretty
0: sure that the army would word it as sex because I can't imagine that they would be
1: they would leave themselves open to any sort of interpretation. Yeah. No. No.
0: And and they're gonna mean biological sex. Yes. <laughs> Unlike the NCAA.
1: Right. Uh, so. For the swimming competitions.
0: Let's swim. Yeah.
1: So. Um, it's the only hill we die on, folks. It's like we
0: took a step forward and now they're like, all right, two steps back.
1: Just kidding. Just kidding.
0: I just don't get it. I don't get
1: No, there's something coming down the pike that I think we don't know. I think you're right.
0: Yeah. I think you're right.
1: Yeah. Um, do you ever see uh, Starship Troopers? Absolutely. Yeah. That was a satire. That was not a... That was a... You know, join the army and Stalinistic era. You know, let's go beat the bad guys. Kind right. of propaganda. Um, did I say Stalinistic? A little bit of that, but McCarthyism as well. Yeah. Yeah, big time. Yeah, so... Maybe that's coming down the pipe. I don't know. We'll see. Well... All right, spinning on...
0: Speaking of... Uh, The draft. The draft. So I wanted, I sent this to you. I've got a lot, I've got some more information on this than, than what I initially sent to you. So I saw this tweet in the event of our draft.
1: From selective service. From the
0: selective service. In the event of a draft, our agency would partner with FEMA to provide opportunities to conscientious objectors to make sure you can still be drafted. (laughs) That's basically.
1: Basically what it says.
0: Like, Really? I have never heard of that. Now, I immediately was like, what the heck is coming that they're promoting this? And I'm going to scroll down a little bit because somebody brings that up like, hey, what's the deal? And then this lady, correctly so, is like, this is what the Selective Service Twitter account always tweets about and posts this and I think a couple other tweets in this thread that are a few years old. Because yeah, what would they tweet about? Selective service. <laughs> Selective service. Now, why this one is getting kind of traction where it's being picked up on the radar of more people, I don't know. Um something in the algorithm, I guess. Sure. Um, which made me curious because they're talking about FEMA here. And I here I'm gonna so conscientious objector, that's a term. That I don't know if everybody's familiar with, but that's where you have some kind of moral objection to the idea of going to war. Um I've been in the military with people like this. It was very it was very strange, and I didn't understand why they were allowed to serve in the military. I, my personal once you go, I don't think we should go to war ever. It should be like, okay, well thank you. But you're like against the whole thing that we've the got whole going on here. <laughs>
1: should have joined in the first place.
0: Yeah. Now, um, I think the reason that those people are in is there are allowances for, <clears throat> okay, I've been in the army for five years. Allah came to me or whatever, <laughs> and now I'm against going to war.
1: No, it's a religious uh, thing. Right.
0: Okay. <clears throat> but it, it fucks up the mojo because you'll be, I've experienced this training as a team to fight as a team. And then they're like, you guys are going to deploy. And one guy goes, not me. (laughs) You're like, why? It's like, I'm a conscientious objector. It's like, wait, what? And he literally, he already had all the stuff. And this is what boggled my mind, but they still had him like training with us as if he was going to be a part of this thing. And then when the thing finally happened, he was like, all right guys, good luck. (laughs) And we had to, insert someone else into his spot. And I was like, what the fuck? So
1: it's a cold piece.
0: um, However, uh, this, this is a little different. So that's what a conscientious objector is. And I guess even if you're a conscientious objector, I didn't know this. You still have to sign up for the draft. Well, I knew that part. But in the event of a draft.
1: You can apply to do other things.
0: You can say. Hey, wait a minute, conscientious objector, and they'll go. Okay, cool. FEMA or maybe the Peace Corps or
1: you're still going to be some other. The, you're going to be part of the relief effort entity. or the yeah the restoration part of yeah. it or whatever. You still got to go. Uh, yes. So uh,
0: service is a conscientious objector. That's where I want to get to. Two types of service are available. Two conscientious objectors. And the type assigned is determined by your specific beliefs. A person who is opposed to any form of military service will be assigned to an alternate service. Like we just talked about FEMA, whatever, doing stuff for conservation, caring for uh, the sick or very young or very old, some kind of education stuff, health care. <coughs> um, and then, oh, I guess these were the people that we had. The person whose beliefs allow serving in the military, but do not allow going to combat, which is still kind of bizarre. Okay. Um, <clears throat> so those people can serve in the armed forces, but will not be assigned training or duties that include using weapons.
1: So not the commissary because that's deadly. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. You know, the I, army marches on its stomach. <clears throat> that's, that is very true. Because they were too sick to stand up. <laughs> I like that. (laughs) Uh, Some days I got them.
0: Uh, And then it points out down here, the length of service is the same time that you would serve. Now, look at the language here. The same amount of time, a man, because who can get drafted? Men. Which now that I know about this, I'm like, wait a minute. Why is there any discussion about women being able to be drafted? Yep. If they can be drafted into this, yeah, like the whole argument is, oh, you don't want to send your daughters into combat? Cool, send sign them up, up. Sign them up for to be a FEMA nurse. <laughs> let them all do the alternative service. There it is. So that's just my uh, punchline yeah. didn't hit quite as hard as it did in my head. I'm like <laughs> ah, yeah, there you go. <laughs> got him,
1: got him, Trevor. What do we got next?
0: Uh, let me see. That's here we go. We kind of talked about this already. Uh, yeah, he's so, kind of hit on it. So um, Russia's
1: demanding uh, countries that are sanctioning them to use rubles instead of dollars for natural gas.
0: Yeah, well, that's th- kind of the end of the story. And there it is. <laughs> that is what they're requiring. That's what they're requiring. Um. Oh, we should we should have gone over this with uh, Nathan there. Um, not that it's history. But it is from China, so check this out. This is fucking crazy. You may have seen some of this on the news. Well, it's calling um, back. It's only like two AM <laughs> over there in China. I don't think he, I don't think he's over there. But uh, yeah, we'll uh, check this out. So that's a plane falling straight out of the sky. It happened in China. <laughs> this is kind of the aftermath I wanted to see if it shows now they're going through the wreckage so that was a that was a Boeing 737 I kind of want to play it again just so you see like it just plummets straight down and that's what's notable and crazy that's usually not how planes crash no and look I've watched enough air disasters that I'm basically an NTSB investigator. (laughs) Yes, you are. You know exactly where that black box is. So um, from what I understand, this could have happened from basically two things, a pilot grabbing that yoke and going down Uh or a fault on the elevator where it just goes bink and locks in place and
1: and they're down. Yeah. That's it. There's nothing there's no else. pulling. There's no moving <clears throat> yeah, there's the no
0: in-between. And I guess on that particular thing, a known fault is there's like a cap. And the way the elevator actuator works is there's like a rod that goes back and forth. And it's supposed to stop at this cap. Well, that cap gets knocked out. Or it punches through. It'll just keep going. <laughs> and it can get stuck and not be able to come back. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Which would, again... Do what you just saw there. So, yeah, very sad. Uh, like 123 people on board, uh, of course, all deceased. No one lived through that. And uh, I haven't heard any official. And knowing the Chinese, they might be kind of hold this kind of close to the chest, so to speak. Um, whether it is, um. You know, he, human on purpose slash error. Mechanical <laughs> error. Or mechanical failure. No, I well, uh, I guess we'll just have to wait and see. Um, and I think that is it for the news. Yes, we have some sports, which we haven't had in a while, but I definitely wanted to talk about this. Um, we talked about it coming up. With the uh, Colorado Springs wrestling folks last week, uh, Randy and uh, Um, Harlow. But this past weekend, there was a fight. Well, let me do the sports stinger and then we'll. Let's get into sports.
1: and we're live
0: we are um, so last this past weekend there was a fight between uh, <clears throat> two of the world's strongest men <clears throat> uh, labeled as the heaviest bout in history because they're gigantic uh, Eddie Hall and Thor Bjornsson and uh, I've got kind of a the last couple minutes of kind of a highlight reel from that so we'll, uh, we'll have a look here uh-huh. Oh, say, the just oh that was what you said earlier. It turned right in front of yeah, him. Yeah, you've got to take a step back. You've got to switch. Short jab there from
2: four. Again, uh, just... Really
0: halfway through. Oh, Ooh, Eddie. Big, big punch Ooh. there. From He's floor. getting a little cocky. now. has his daughter. but you know, I did, I did uh, hear something.
1: Yeah, setting, him jab, setting him up with the jabs. Setting him up with the jabs. Not pretty i shot there from
0: Eddie. I see. I don't know why he's thinking he can just to have one
1: hand. Yeah. Eddie's so
0: cocky. He's literally like, I can have a hand tied like my and that is not.
2: Big punch this. Up a little more now. Well, Eddie's evaded it, but leans over the back foot like he's doing to evade the shot.
0: Yeah, jabs. I'll get shot there, from guy. good shot. Okay. Well, 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 taken
2: away. Eddie got a good it, to he? He's a tough man. There's no question about that.
1: Tired as he is. <laughs> not the like oh, yeah, see, he's going no. to Yeah. He has got his timing. Yeah. He went to the corner, he's like, up I'm the coming. jab timing. And I, know, I know what happens if you connect. The tank MDs massively.
0: Especially because it, that right down's got to be forced on. <laughs> it's it's got to be. It's four, a one. bigger.
2: I mean, they're both so much smaller than they
0: used to be as well. levels but
2: that, Having possible that
0: size, they burn up. to close quite quickly, and I'm impressed with that. But you've got to get low and draw underneath and come back with a shot. That's a solid jab. Though. That's an energy drain around yeah. There, that, that right hand there. I'm still. <laughs> 7 orchestra oh, oh. the final stages all
1: good <clears throat> shot all three judges was about 57
2: to 54
1: declaring your winner by unanimous decision the
0: mountain much more julius beyond
1: saw that is surprised <laughs> Well, what's funny is you know he didn't smash his eyes out and crush his skull yeah <laughs> uh. <clears throat> so
0: yeah that uh holy crap those are some very large people
1: <laughs> beating the shit out of each other how tall is the mountain Six, 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 eight, something like that have you seen the new reacher yeah dude is that not badass or what yeah 6 No, oh, actually
0: I think he's no, I think he's closer to like 6'10. Yeah. He's, he's nearly 7 feet tall cuz he came from uh <clears throat> his background was actually playing basketball.
1: <laughs> he came from an oak tree. <laughs> he,
0: was, he was on like the uh, the Icelandic Olympic basketball team. <laughs> his, his coach youth.
1: in high school is like, "Yes!" <laughs> yes! <laughs>
0: okay, um, bud, you're center.
1: Yeah. Uh,
0: <laughs> And then, oh, we got some we got some sports history here. History, sports. Uh, this happened on March twenty first, two thousand one. So, pre nine eleven, just the good old days, so to speak. Uh, this is a pitch you you probably have seen this. <laughs> this is a pitch heard around the world. Check this out. And go play, goddamn it! It's playing. Yeah, there we go. And
1: skadoosh. <laughs> blew that bird A away. A
0: bird just happened to fly through as he makes the pitch. And, of course, now here it is in super slow-mo. There it goes. And doosh. It's
1: like, what the fuck, bird? <laughs> All of the feathers.
0: And, of course, the bird is now deceased. <laughs>
1: There was one animal harmed in the making of this video. That is correct, yeah. Uh,
0: And that was... um, I think
1: you got a ground rule double. Randy Johnson. I think you got a ground rule double. I don't know. I don't know what the call is there. That's a a redo.
0: Can we just redo? Just redo? Can we just redo this? It's a mulligan. I think that's what they do.
1: Yep. (laughs) Definitely.
0: All right. Um, And I think... uh, Next we us, have, yeah, wraps us up for sports history do we do you want to run some uh, ads and pay some bills real pay some quick bills and, and then, then we'll, we'll do uh history and get
1: out of here take a look back in time all right
0: over here my brakes made an awful noise and the last time i got them done it was so expensive you should go to exo autoworks they did a great job on mine and it was way cheaper than anywhere else i've been that sounds great i need to get their number from you at exo autoworks we offer the best price on brake service in town we include brand new brake pads, rotors, and hardware which saves you money and gets you on the road faster. See our website for a full list of our services. Call EXO AutoWorks today.
2: Stop destroying your beard. Let me explain. A little while back, I thought I was properly taking care of my beard. Turns out I was destroying it. Dry, brittle, hair falling out. My girlfriend hated it. He
0: was worse than a dog without the cute puppy breath.
2: So then, She ordered the Beard Struggle Game Changer. Natural ingredients, awesome packaging, and it smells phenomenal. You smell sexy. Thank you. Oils, balms, they have beard growth
1: accelerators in addition to the new Carbon X 3-in-1
2: heated beard brush straightener and volumizer along with washes and conditioners. Stop destroying your beard. Order the Beard Struggle.
0: I have something you can destroy. Order online now at thebeardstruggle.com. Use the code TLANE15 for 15% off your order. McDonald's has been in Russia since 1990. After 32 years, they are closing all restaurants and returning to U.S. and A. This made the Russians very sad. That was until our great president, Vladimir Putin, said that's fine, we seize property you leave behind. And he let Russians buy. That's when Uncle Vanya started. Uncle Vanya is new Russian restaurant that serves all your McDonald's favorites, like the Big Vlad, the 10th kilo, and double 10th kilo. And now, Uncle Vanya burgers come with cabbage and beets, because we can't get lettuce and tomato from U.S. and day. So come on down. Ba 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 Uncle Vanya. <laughs>
1: All right. I really hope they stay with us as a sponsor. I do too. They're, they're, That's a lot of fun. I love uh, I, I love radishes and beets on my burger. <laughs> Cabbage and beets.
0: <laughs> Uncle Vanya.
1: That's that one's catchy. They replaced ba, the uh ba, 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 ba. They
0: replaced the what was the old one? ba, da, ba, ba, ba. No, I'm Loving it? One, yeah, yeah, they can't do that. So it's now it's uh, a ba ba, ba ba from the <laughs> yeah. some Russian march. Uh.
1: Man. A quarter kilo. <laughs> <laughs> what did he say? Tenth kilo. A tenth kilo. Yeah, <laughs>
0: it's roughly a quarter pound. <laughs> it's God,
1: like, oh, amazing. <laughs> I'm gonna order that next time we go to Crack Donald's. I <laughs> <laughs> uh, have quarter kilo of beef on the patty with cabbage and beets.
0: <laughs> I'm in. All right. Well, this weekend, huh. who's this? His mystery. Demo? Uh, we've got, uh, March 24th, 1958, Elvis Presley traded his guitar for a rifle and army greens. I didn't even realize that they were drafting in 1958, but apparently they were, I thought it was later on a little later that he went, but was it Korea? I think Vietnam. Cause we were, we were getting into shit in Vietnam as early as 57, but I didn't think it was that serious.
1: Well, I mean, they were just gearing up.
0: I don't know. He never went anywhere near that stuff. He went to Germany. <laughs> so, um, but he could have gone to FEMA, apparently. <laughs> um, let's see. March 25th, uh, 1969. John Lennon and Yoko Odo stage a bed-in for peace in Amsterdam. And as you can see in the picture... With breaks to let the maid uh, make the bed. <laughs>
1: I mean, with breaks. Yep. But stay in bed.
0: Yeah, for peace. Because it will help. Peace. Uh, <laughs> Let's see. March 26, 1989. The first free elections happened in uh, the former USSR. Or I guess it was still the USSR. It's just this guy... They had elections and decided this guy was the dude. Um, Boris Yeltsin was elected their president under their first uh, everybody can vote type election.
1: It's an amazing language. I only know two words in Russian.
0: Uncle and Vanya? (laughs) Moose
1: and Squirrel. (laughs) Uh, I'm going to get in trouble for this.
0: I wonder if... uh
1: oh, My old job, they were run by a bunch of Russian dudes. Yeah. Well, one of the Colorado boys, he's <laughs> giving him shit, and the Colorado boy goes, this ain't Ukraine. I'll beat your ass right here in the middle of the parking lot. I was like, yay, that's awesome. <laughs> I laughed very much. He's like, in Ukraine, we just disappear, you. <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: <clears throat> let's uh, see, March 28th sorry March 27th yeah twenty seven. Takeo Yoshikawa I'm probably butchering that arrives in Oahu Japan or Jesus. Oahu Hawaii to begin spying for Japan on the US fleet leading up to the Pearl Harbor attack <clears throat> apparently later on we were cool with him because there's a picture of him. in Hawaii I'm pretty sure that was pre-attack you think so I bet
1: you might yeah
0: maybe when um, he
1: sent home, March
0: twenty eighth, nineteen seventy nine, a major accident occurs at Pennsylvania's Three Mile Island nuclear power plant. <clears throat> this later on would be often compared to Chernobyl, not even close. As a well, as an example of how safe nuclear <laughs> power can yeah. be when you're doing it right. Even when something goes wrong, it's like eh. yeah, yeah. Um,
1: later on, immortalized and now used to um, um, harm, create mutants for the X Men.
0: Of course, yeah, yes, yes. yeah. Um, I guess reports uh, from studies later, much later on, <coughs> have determined that uh, people exposed basically got the equivalent of an X ray or I should say between the equivalent of an x-ray and about a year's worth of background radiation. So nothing, like even the people that were severely exposed,
1: it was nothing like crazy. Your, your organs didn't turn into liquid shit. Yeah, and they, and they haven't
0: really determined like a crazy uptick in cancers or anything like that from, from right. this. So um, let's see, March 29th, 1976, uh, eight Ohio National Guardsmen are actually indicted for the shooting that occurred at Kent State, uh, where four students were shot during an anti-war protest in 1970. <clears throat> um, and yeah, they were, they were actually charged with a crime for shooting them, which is uh, surprising. Um, and finally, March 30th, 1981... President Reagan mm-hmm. is shot and wounded in Washington D.C. by John Hinckley Jr., who now has a record label because, of course, he does.
1: You <laughs> <laughs> should get him to put out the label. For
0: him. <laughs> I saw. I saw. I should have got the video. I've seen a video where he um, is like, "Hey guys," because he's out now. He's not. He he was committed to a mental institution and was let out. I don't know, a couple years ago. Um, but uh, he's like, hey, guys, I'm starting my own label. So send in your demo tapes. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> here's the P.O. box number. And I'm like, Is this that's, guy, that's- does this guy know that the Internet exists? <laughs> no. He, he may not. He may
1: not. <clears throat> I guess he put out. I'm sure a... am pretty sure you shouldn't. I am pretty sure you should not send him anything. I wouldn't recommend it. I am um, pretty yeah. sure the Secret Service has a comb, and you will be you will definitely end up on a watch list. <laughs> I am pretty sure. But yeah, that's uh, that's the week in his story. So, thank you for watching and or listening while you are pooping uh, or while you are driving home from your shitty job. Thanks for checking out this shitty podcast. We really appreciate you. <laughs> I'd like to thank our sponsors, EXO AutoWorks and Harmonic Studios, Crafts by Carolyn Lane, and of course the Beard Struggle. This week, or excuse me, April 9th, So that, that's a that's couple a, weeks. It's a couple weeks out. What we're gonna start plugging it now. Uh, facing forward is going to be performing the West Side Barrel House, eight p.m. No cover, good food. Um, you can probably score some good drugs in the alley. I'm just <laughs> It's gotten back. Reputable joint. It's a reputable. Join, it's huh? a reputable <clears throat> hey, it was on Joe Kenda twice. Okay. All right. Yeah. 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 Uh, I plowed through that show one time. Yeah. I was like, hey, that's my bar. Yeah. <laughs> I know where that is. Yeah. It's fun to watch that show and you live here. Yes. Yeah. It's yeah. super fun. You're like, I know where they're talking about. That's that one place. Um, The other place now is now 7 Eleven, where a lot of Joe Kendas happened. the Aaron Inn. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. Seven Eleven now, so it's gone. Institution history. Well, uh, check us out on the web, at mantoolsmedia.com. Our social media is at links.co slash mantoolsmedia. And once again, like, subscribe, share, rate, and review. We have uh, uh, a lot of traction to regain. So <laughs> we really appreciate all of the likes and shares and comments. Um, you can go to ratethispodcast.com slash man tools and uh, of course check out our guest
0: at Revolutions.com. yep uh, listen to Nathan's podcast uh, get you some Chinese history
1: on the revolutions yeah I get it it's the revolutions mm-hmm. that's it that's awesome he's a funny guy yeah <laughs> see the moon <laughs> to From the moon Get, hey! Yeah. Well, we're gonna have been to clip that out for a highlight. Yeah, definitely <laughs> a highlight. Oh, <clears throat> stuff, Thanks for joining us. We'll see you next week. Good night, everybody.